section number five of the mentor benjamin franklin this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Hall The Mentor, Benjamin Franklin, Volume 6, Number 7, Serial Number 155, May 15, 1918, by Albert Bushnell Hart. Section 5, Benjamin Franklin as Scientist one of the stories that has always charmed schoolchildren is that of dr franklin and his kite and the quaint little illustration that appeared in franklin's lifetime and that was printed by him hundreds of times over is still reproduced in the accounts of the experiment it was not until seventeen forty six or seventeen forty seven after franklin had been making original researches in science for about five years that he took up the subject of electricity franklin was then forty-one years old the subject was literally in the air peter collinson of london had presented to the philadelphia library one of the new glass tubes that was rubbed with silk or skin to produce electricity franklin began at once to experiment with this tube and people came in crowds to see his performances thomas hopkinson and Philip Singh, who experimented with him, discovered electrical fire, and invented an electrical machine for producing the electrical spark. Franklin discovered what is now known as positive and negative electricity. He also attempted to explain, in his letters to Collinson, thunder and lightning as phenomena of electricity, and in 1759 sent him a paper announcing his invention of the lightning rod, an explanation of its purpose, and action. He also suggested an experiment that would prove that lightning was a form of electricity, and to show that lightning was attracted by points, he proposed that a man should stand on a tall steeple or tower with a pointed rod and draw the electricity from the thunderclouds. The experiment was tried in France and England, and Franklin was proclaimed the discoverer of the identity of lightning with electricity. Some of the scientists used a tall metal rod. Franklin now thought of the kite experiment, because there were no steeples in Philadelphia tall enough. To an ordinary kite covered with silk, he fixed a sharp pointed wire, rising about a foot above the frame of the kite. To the end of the twine, Next the hand, a silk ribbon was tied, and where the silk and twine joined, a key was fastened. When the thunderclouds passed over the kite, the pointed wire drew the electric fire from them and down the string to the key, from which electric fire was obtained. This experiment was made in 1752, and the news, as contained in Franklin's simple letter to Mr. Collinson, spread over the world, and with various theatrical embellishments in the telling. Franklin, writes one of his biographers, cannot be ranked among the great men of science, the Newtons, the Keplers or the Humboldts, Huxleys or Darwins. He belongs rather in the second class, among the minor discoverers. 
but his discovery of the nature of lightning was so striking and so capable of arousing the wonder of the masses of mankind, and his invention of the lightning rod was regarded as so valuable, that he has received more popular applause than men whose achievements were greater and more important. His command of language had seldom been put to better use than in explaining the rather subtle ideas and conceptions in the early development of electricity. Even now, after the lapse of one hundred and fifty years, we seem to gain a fresher understanding of that subject by reading his homely and beautiful explanations, and modern students would have an easier time if Franklin were still here to write their textbooks. Public business and long years of diplomatic service interrupted the original study of science to a great extent. But even so, in England, in France, and in the closing years of his life in Philadelphia, Franklin found time, now and then, to devote to that loving investigation of nature, which, after his thirtieth year, became the great passion of his life. Everything in the way of scientific research fascinated him. He investigated earthquakes, eclipses, storms, winds, the science of sound, the laws of hot air and its movement, ventilation, water spouts, phosphorescence, light in seawater, he called it, the cause of saltiness in the sea, the gulf stream, rainfall, evaporation, the aurora borealis, light, heat, the daily motion of the earth, and many other subjects. He studied music as a science, and invented a new kind of musical glasses, fashionable at that time, called harmonica. He studied political economy in a scientific way, and was so interested in agriculture that he tried experiments on his New Jersey farm. He also invented the Pennsylvania fireplace and the Franklin stove. Though his scientific writings are numerous, they are in the form of essays and letters. His investigations and experiments were thus made known to the world in letters to friends in France and England. For as there were no scientific periodicals in those days, men of learning kept up a lively correspondence and occasionally issued a pamphlet. End of section 5 Recording by Michael Hall